We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Hundreds of thousands of Australians are having their face prints captured by major retailers without their knowledge, an investigation has found. The investigation by consumer group Choice into 25 big retailers has revealed Bunnings and Kmart are analysing images from video camera footage to create the profiles based on unsuspecting customers' unique facial features. Even children with parents were having their face prints captured, Choice said. Choice spokeswoman and consumer data advocate Kate Bauer described the practice as a completely inappropriate and unnecessary use of the technology. Ms Bauer said it was similar to collecting your fingerprints or DNA every time you shop. Businesses using invasive technologies to capture their customers' sensitive biometric information is unethical and is a sure way to erode consumer trust, she added. A survey by Choice found three quarters of people weren't aware that retailers were capturing their characteristics in this way. A similar proportion were concerned that companies would use their data to create profiles for marketing purposes. Choice said it would refer the retailers to the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner over potential breaches of the Privacy Act. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Origin Energy would have kept two of Araring Power Station's four generators running until 2028 while building up to 800 megawatts of replacement capacity as part of a proposal designed to reduce the risk posed by closing the entire plant early. The secret proposal, dubbed Project EMU, was made to the New South Wales government last year but never went ahead. The proposal would have kept up to 1,440 megawatts of baseload coal-fired power generation running at the Lake Macquarie plant for longer, keeping wholesale power prices low and giving the workforce more time to adapt. As part of the top-secret Project EMU proposal, Origin would have closed two of Araring's four generators in February 2025, but kept the plant open at 50% capacity until June 2028, while building extra low emissions capacity to replace the lost power generation. According to modelling provided by Origin to the state government, the staged exit proposal would have avoided a spike in wholesale power prices from 2025. A full closure of Araring in 2025 would have led to wholesale prices being up 33% higher than under the Project EMU proposal, the New South Wales government was told. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. One of these rays is not like the other. Home and away stalwart Ray Ma has met his match by way of his waxwork likeness days out from the Australian television's biggest night, the annual Logie Awards. You could say I'm taking voting for myself to a whole new level, Ma told the Daily Telegraph. He's up against the likes of Julia Morris, Sonia Kruger, Carl Stefanovic, Hamish Blake, Melissa Leong and Tom Gleeson for the coveted gold Logie. Ma, who turns 78 next month, has been a much-loved fixture on our TV screens for 
decades playing Alf Stewart on the soap and won the gold trophy back in 2010. His Madame Tussauds waxwork on Tuesday made its way to Sydney's Palm Beach where the fictional home and away town of Summer Bay is shot. And Sydney could miss out on the rights to host the 2027 Rugby World Cup final and the lion's share of a $5 billion economic boost because Acor Stadium needs to be upgraded. We've been to all three venues, Melbourne, Perth and Sydney, and right now Sydney is firmly in third place. The facilities have not really changed since the World Cup in 2003, a rugby insider said. Acor Stadium at Olympic Park hosted a crowd of 83,000 at the 2003 World Cup final, but is competing with the 100,000-seat MCG and Perth's 60,000-capacity Optus Stadium to stage the 2027 decider. Neither stadium is covered, but it's understood improving facilities and adding a retractable roof would improve the 23-year-old Sydney venue's chances of hosting the final. It would also help lure other events to Sydney from Melbourne's Marvel Stadium, which has a retractable roof. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.